0: The Social Living Podcast. I am your host, Julian Green, mentor and social media consultant. And I also have my co-host here, Jamal Lawrence, social media executive at Super Dry. Welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I should get a round of applause, in it? But we'll, yeah we'll definitely we need to start. We need to start clapping ourselves <laughs> or something. <We'll> <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> trust me, 2021. 2022, sorry, 2022. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, big things coming it. 2022, Mm. you get me. So it's mad, you know. Like just on that next this time next month is going to be 2022. You know that's you know that's mad.
1: Yeah, I can't even think (laughs) about it. I don't know where this year's gone. I can't. (laughs) I I was talking to Tanika about it. Like I felt it felt like summer was yesterday. Then it felt like mm. Easter was, like, three months ago. Like, ah, uh, yeah, it's all mad. Mm. It's all mad.
0: Time waits for nobody, man. Time mm. waits for no man. That's what they say. To me, mm. I was just saying, I was on the phone earlier, and I was like, it's mad that 2022 is in a month's time, and then 2019 is going to be three years ago. Like, it's like, bruh. That's mm. when like, I got married in 2019, isn't it? and it just doesn't mm. feel like that.
1: It's that is not, yeah. It's years. <laughs> no way <laughs> no way
0: i like that is scary you <laughs> know that's a scary thought it's very scary very scary and on top of that like the pandemic started in 2019 technically mm. like that's where we had the start on the birth of covid19 in around december november in china um mm. in wuhan <laughs> wuhan's not in the press anymore <laughs> but um that was in 2019, and, you know, we're about to go into 2022, it's like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> do you know what I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just scary, but it is what it is, man, it is what it is, but how are you, man, how are you doing, Jam, how's your week been?
1: I'm alright, my week's been ups and downs, man, I started off amazing, whisked yeah. twice, first night was an absolute mm-hmm. joke, second night was in the box, like, both two different experiences, but both, both great in their own right. And then had the had the vaccine on Wednesday, and then that knocked me for six
2: headaches, <laughs> headaches for yeah. the, for like
1: the last two days. And then I need yeah. to tell you actually, I had, I got my eyes my eyes checked this morning. Need glasses. Um, wow. yeah, yeah. This is us. This is gonna be a separate conversation with you, but yeah, we need glasses now. But okay. okay. Yeah, be up up and down week, but yeah, still loving it. It's been a busy one being a busy one and next mm. week it's going to be another busy one
0: too so yeah enjoying the busyness just looking forward to the the Christmas Christmas rest as well mm. yeah me too man I can't wait for that the Christmas time and I like it the whole family gets together the children get together and that's another joy isn't it so mm. you can tell you're getting old when you like the fact that the kids come together yeah I
1: like- <laughs> I'm I'm, looking, yeah, I'm with you man I just want Killian and Elias to start, start playing and interacting with each other and yeah I'm, we're at that stage now which is mad
0: trust me it is mad it's mad and to be fair touching on children i think we should just segue this into the into the into the next or uh, well, into the topic we we're about to talk about actually actually mm-hmm. actually i always do this people probably hate me for this i always say you know we're gonna go into this and then i change my mind last minute <laughs> <laughs> i want to ask you i want to ask you a question quickly all right mm. But i don't want you to give the answer right now i want you to give the answer Towards the end of the show, after the end of the okay. show, once we conclude the show, that's when I want you to give your answer. So <clears throat> um, it's just a little hit question, all right? So you got two options, yeah. So I gave you a red pill or a blue pill, right? And mm-hmm. if you took the red pill, you would go back to being 10 years old with all the knowledge that you know now. And that's your our first mm. option, if you took the red pill. If you took the blue pill, you would become 45 years old and you will have £50 million pounds in your bank account. Which mm. would you choose? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll have a good one. I'll have a think about it because I know I'll I'll sway from, from both pills Right, the episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
0: yeah all right cool so we're gonna dive into this topic here so this topic is what age should children have social media accounts and um over the past year we've seen a lot of like news around social media kids child predators myself and jamel both having kids as well this is just something that we know we're gonna have to have a discussion about at some point so we thought why not have this discussion now mm. and um, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to start I think you know what I think we I know we touched on this a couple of weeks ago but I think we should like just give an overview in terms of like when we first jumped on social media and then kind of compare it to the kids today if you get what mm. I mean mm. and then we can kind of yeah. like launch it into there so yeah, when I first jumped on social media, I was probably a six,
1: which is mm. MSN. Um, how old is
0: that? Like
1: eleven? What?
0: Eleven, yeah, eleven
1: years 11, old. Eleven, yeah, yeah. So eleven years old. Even that seems young now. Mm. I think it's just a worry, you know. We'll probably jump into it, but it's the worry when you have kids and and what they're actually gonna be doing and being exposed to, especially nowadays, but we can
0: we can jump into that. What about oh, you? I'm women's 11, women's yeah. how old are you? How old are you? See, so for me, when I was 11, there was no social media. There wasn't, it wasn't there to exist. So mm. my first entry point, again, was MSN. Obviously, I'm, I'm older than you. So uh, MSN probably kicked in about year nine. So what's that? So 12, 13, 14 years old. Mm. And I think, I can't lie, I think that was a good age. I think that was a good age, and I feel like I knew enough you knew I knew and I knew my rights and my wrongs, mm-hmm. like maybe not every right and wrong, but I was aware if I was doing if I was giving up too much information, I knew I wouldn't I knew I shouldn't you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i I just feel like things like that like no one could at that time, I don't feel like anyone could coerce me. I feel like I was mm-hmm. talking to people that were. It, it that were my peers, whether it be at school. I wasn't connecting with many people that was outside of my school. But if I did, it was someone else could vouch for that person. It's like, yeah, I know him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they knew that person or knew her or met her or him. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like I had that maturity. But in today's day and age, kids are instantly like... They're aware of social media, probably from even around five years old. Mm.
2: If we it's really tough, yeah, that.
1: and it's tough to compare as well. I'm just thinking back now, uh, like if you comparing MSN to Instagram. Now they're two different beasts. Like we we put we thought MSN was great. We able to speak to our friends online, no cost apart from the Wi-Fi, and it was great just to have that instant connection. But now where social media is at, it's a it's a complete different ball game. I think that's where the worry is now, as parents, looking at looking at the likes of Instagram and TikTok, and the exposure that is that is given to the kids now is is, is where the worry
0: comes, and it makes
1: you question when yeah, like when is the right age?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I saw, I saw a statistic. Oh wait, we got a question. Let's let's get this question real quick.
3: Ooh, was... Hey, hey guys, hey, um. Today is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. But listen, I got some good news for you guys. Uh, Jamal and everybody on the panel, everybody listening as audience. Um, you're going to want this life insurance policy Is is because eternity is a very, 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 it don't end. Eternity. So all you got to do while you're in this natural plane is confess Jesus Christ with your mouth. Confess Jesus Christ, came in the flesh, died on the cross for every one of your sins. Okay? And rose on the third day. And then you're going to be water baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And God will put your names in the Lamb's Book of Life. It's so simple to get this eternity life insurance package. Very simple and it's free. You ain't got to pay for it. It's free. All right. I just want to let you know that that God so loved you. And he gave his son for every last one of your sins. So you got a way out.
0: Okay then. Uh, right. Yeah. Appreciate you. I <laughs> appreciate you, King and Priest. But well, we're trying to stick onto the subject and thank you for your kind words.
1: <laughs> I think that's a that's... good point. No, like, Getting get these messages is a good point about the the pros and cons of social media. One, everyone has a voice, and every every voice is kind of heard because it has it, there's mm-hmm. now a platform for people to have the voice. And like we just just experience them, we have no control of what people are gonna say. Like that message could have been anything, and if we were, if it was a different mes- message, and if we were younger, it might, it, it, the message might be influential and it may have coerced us to do something that we didn't know we were doing. Like it's, I think that's like the the message is great, and it's great to get interaction, but for younger kids, yeah. and and the unknown of what messages
0: might fall into that path is where where the issue is you know what (laughs) I you know you put you put a different perspective on that message for me (laughs)
2: Um,
0: you know it's, it's it's you know what you are so right and you know what that's what social media does it definitely offers everybody a voice and everybody feels that their voice is really important and if you are able to put your voice across in a certain way you can definitely have some influence over other people and especially people who might not feel part of a community outside of social media and i saw a statistic earlier when i was doing um doing some research here and um like it says that children 39 percent of children think that their parents have no idea what's happening to them online. That's that's thirty nine percent. So you could that's almost forty percent of parents uh, of children that think their parents have absolutely no clue what they're involved in online. I think that's a very scary thing. Do you know what's scary about? I thought it would be higher.
1: I definitely because I, I don't think. Men, yeah, I don't think. actually, honestly, I don't think many parents know the levels of social media, and and yeah, like like I keep saying the word exposure, but the exposure that their, their
0: kids have to loads of different communities, loads of different people. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely surprised that's not higher. You know what? I, I think there's so many things that can go into some of these statistics and very like loads of these anomalies and variables because, like. When I was on social media back in the day, or when you were on social media, your mom wouldn't be on social media with you. Mm. So nowadays, you're probably seeing parents being friends or following their children on various social medias. So they might have an indication, a better indication of what's happening on social media or with their kids. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like. Mm, mm. There's there's things like that that can play a part because part of me was like you know what that does seem a little bit low but then just the, the sheer amount of kids and if we say kids is between five and fifteen that probably eligible to go on social media although obviously most most social media apps are like you know you could you have to be a minimum of thirteen I think that it definitely goes lower than that and we've seen it mm-hmm. we've seen parents creating profile some of these influences are creating profile pages for their for their kids like this is baby so and so do you know what i mean although they might not have access to it or, or anything like that but the content that you're putting out like you might be okay with some of the content that you're you're putting out of your child and stuff but we don't you sometimes you don't know wh- where that goes do you know what i mean like we don't know how far that goes and obviously that doesn't directly affect the child right now but later on, it might do if you're I mean. right. Mm. Mm. Okay. It is, it is, it is, it is, it's a scary place right now. I'm not sure if you've seen any documentary, especially when it comes to like child predators on social media. Like there are so many young girls and boys that are just they're they're preyed on by these by these predators and. It's so easy for them to just create a, an account and just talk to someone and then you know ask them to you know send pictures and and things mm-hmm. like that and and even just manipulate kids in a in a way where it's like, oh, I'll tell your parents that you did this or you know uh, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like and then the kid doesn't want to get in trouble with their parents because they know they shouldn't be talking to strangers or whatever it might be. And then they'll do something that they shouldn't do to try and protect themselves from their parents. If you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I get, so, you. Um, I get you. it. Um, it, it's it's it. Uh, I, I that, and it's at this point where I feel like, you know what, you should just be eighteen. Once you're eighteen, I feel like you have the you might have the knowledge. Or, or social media platforms could implement like a prerequisite, like a something that you have to complete or do or course or something like that before you kind of go onto social media. Same way, mm. you know, you couldn't you couldn't just be thir- you couldn't just be thirteen and then go driving on the roads. Do you know what mm. I mean? You have to you have to learn the highway code first. You have to take your theory test. And then you have to take your practical test. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, Again, this could be a little bit far-fetched. But I feel like more can be done. I was going to say, I'm with you there. I'm definitely with you. Like you said, more
1: Mm -hmm. definitely can be done to just keep the kids safe, I guess. And and find a way to make it a safe place for them to be on at a young age. Because we know... Well, no matter how hard we try, they're gonna to want to be on social media from, from yes, yeah, young, probably as young as like seven, eight, and and that's always gonna be a, an ongoing conversation. But it's, yeah, making it a safe place makes makes the conversation with parents a lot easier.
0: Yeah, very much so, and I feel like on like I, I don't want to I don't want this to be a session of just us grilling. You know. <laughs> Social media, because obviously we work within social media and we know social media is amazing. And we know that it can it can actually be beneficial for a lot of kids. Like, mm. if you just think about socialising and just communication and opportunities for, like, community engagement. Like, I remember when I was a kid, right, as much as I liked football, football was, like, my biggest passion, hands down. Mm-hmm. But there were times when let's say it was raining, I couldn't play football, right? I, I, I found other passion, and other passions used to be like gaming or art. But then mm-hmm. it, in school sometimes, if I gamed, it was like, you're part of this nerdy group. Or if mm-hmm. I was into art, it's like, I'm part of this art group. But it's like, if I had like a social media platform where I could actually connect into a group, I might not feel like I need to do it in person, I can just do it online, and I'm attached to that I'm attached to that community on a you know on a social basis online. see see what I'm saying where some <clears> people <throat> might feel isolated at school and they might not have the community that they want to have, but online they have it you know people listen to them like oh they're streaming on Twitch or something, and people are following <clears throat> them, but when they're at school, it's like they're not the guy you, get what you yeah, you yeah see what I'm saying yeah. It is, yeah.
1: Like, it it, it kind of opens you up to, yeah, like you said, more com- communities that you can fill yourself within. Because we all know what what school is like and how isolating it can be for for some kids. But yeah, if you can kind of find that space with you, and it is through social media, you've got you've got your outlet there, and you've seen it yeah. through. I know you talk about net, like um, how gamers used to be perceived as like nerdy people, and then you had like the likes of. Teen stars like ksi for example that have kind of Mm. broke down that barrier created his own community football in fifa esports community and and kind of built that up and then you've got stars like even justin bieber doing videos on on youtube and 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 the the rise from his freight like his his fame has literally come from that it stemmed from his, his youtube days and just Doing samples and covers on YouTube. So, like I said, there are definitely positives to take from it. Um, yeah, we, like we we could grill, and there's it probably is a lot to grill about on on around these social platforms. But yeah, there, there's still the opportunity there is massive.
0: Mm, very much so, and and we got to try and find and strike this balance. And you know, obviously, Instagram already tried to suggest that they were going to try and create like a social media for kids, aimed at kids. And um I, I think it's a good idea, but I don't know I don't know how it would look, you know, because you need to have a you, you can't just have like oh you can't just have a platform that anybody can just sign up to. Mm. I think that's an, another thing as well. Like we don't want to be sending pictures of our kids to you so you can verify as a child or anything like that. Mm. We don't need that but what we might need is um okay you the way you can get access to this platform uh, you have to maybe enroll through a school or something or the school yeah you you know something like that but then that might isolate people who are homeschooled and things like that so that Mm -hmm. might not work but you know there um there's just got to be other ways or maybe it doesn't have to be like a social media platform like instagram like what we have now it could could be done through gaming you know and it's just through avatars Mm -hmm. and stuff but then yeah it's just ensuring that it's just through kids but then Mm, it's it's tough yeah
1: because it it then Um, becomes a playground like you said for predators knowing that, like mm -hmm. there's this kid space where there's only kids they need to regulate that somehow so that adults don't have access to it but what, maybe but parents then... would still want access, so, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know, I actually don't know. I don't know how they'd overcome
0: it so this is where I think that maybe it might just be like, okay, look, maybe that happens from maybe thirteen years old, <clears throat> as opposed to anything younger than that, and you know any if you're younger than that, just you need to build other skills, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it it sounds, I don't know, it sounds a bit short, but maybe when you're a kid and you're below 13, like, you, 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 the way you use social media has to be in a more, in a solely just communicative way, in a a sense of you're playing a game, you talk to someone to play the game, but you're not sharing Mm. pictures of yourself. Uh, people can't directly message you unless it's within the game. Mm. But you know what? The more the more I'm suggesting these ideas, is like the more I'm seeing loopholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can like, see the faults, yeah. You can see the faults. And that's why it's like, oh, you know what? It's just like, look, I even think sometimes it's like, okay, you can say 13, but I feel like if you're 18, you just got a little bit more knowledge about you um, mm. and a little bit more life experience to be able to combat certain things and that's not going to be everyone there's still going to be cases of people feeling manipulated you know at the age of 18 by older predators or whatever but at 18 there's probably a higher chance that you're more you've got all your like you've got a better foundation and better head on your shoulders to be able to deal with certain situations do you see mm. what I'm saying I
2: mm, um,
0: yeah, get that. I get that. Because I can't lie. I I like with what I'm talking about on the internet or social media. I wouldn't want my son to just see that all the time. If you know what I mean? Because there's the <clears> certain times. Like, look, I listen to music, and sometimes it has swearing in it or whatever. That doesn't mean that I shouldn't listen to songs with swearing. It doesn't affect me like how it's gonna affect my my son. Because he's if he's going to be exposed to that at such a young age, he's not ready for that yet. But when it gets to right. like 16, 17, 18, he can probably deal with it better because he knows when he can or can't swear, if you know what I mean. Not to say swearing is yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm not going to say, yeah, everyone, everyone go start swearing. No. But I mean, like, everybody's, most people swear. And if they don't have the vocabulary to be able to express themselves, they can easily just say a swear word. And every single language has them. So Mm -hmm. he would know when he should or shouldn't say it in himself by the time he turns 18. But if at Mm -hmm. five years old he's saying it, he's just gonna be saying it for attention. He's gonna be saying it in front of teachers. Do you know what I mean? And then we're gonna be blaming the music. But really he Mm -hmm. he just shouldn't have been exposed to the music at the age that he was. So it's like, I don't really want certain kids on social media platforms like like instagram for example if they're just too young and not ready i feel like they need Mm. there just needs to be courses on usage and just something for them to kind of go through and then something that makes them aware of these predators i guess like when Mm, you were a kid you were always you were always told you know don't speak to strangers or you know always you know it's just like mm-hmm. you got given some kind of guide with your parents or you know if it's someone outside of your community you just knew you shouldn't trust them mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you don't know who that person is until they until you might get the nod from your parents but obviously not every child yeah. is going to listen to that but you're gonna it's like it's some sort of guide you know
1: yeah we need something something needs to be there and i don't think it's something that needs to be rushed I'd, I'd, I'd rather these companies take their time and master it and, and kind of shut down any loop, possible loopholes and it take like a year or two to get right than rush out and come yeah. with something that, that has these loopholes and then puts the, the, puts the kids in a vulnerable situation.
0: Mm. So so like, let me pose a question to you. So your son let's say he turns nine years old and he's like, Dad I really want to go on social media. Half of my class is on social media and they've been sharing memes and stuff with each other and I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not allowed to have social media. Would you let me use social media?
1: No, I'd, yeah, I'd still say no. I'd, I'd explain the, the pros and cons to it. I'd explain the dangers of social media and that the the right age for me, I'm thinking in my head the right age is 13. Mm. That I can maybe help police it and just help monitor it with him but uh nine, would you say nine yeah nine yeah i still i just think it's too young and they they don't they don't really know the the, the dangers of social media they just see that it's a, a, a like you said like a little community where so Wait,
2: did you what say I was something
0: say was yeah so what what if he's like um, look, I'm only gonna add speak to my friends. I'm not gonna add no one that I don't know. I'm on private. You might have parental sk- like parental settings on there, so he can't like only you can maybe accept who he can and can't speak to or something like that. Mm. You know, or something like that. I'm s- say.
1: I'm still saying no. Like I think I stick to something you stick to. So I think they they'll end up knowing may potentially it depends how clued up i am on social media but they end up finding new loopholes or new new ways to go around it like they might create that account that you have access to but then they might create another account that is public and they can speak to whoever so is yeah i think it all comes down to you know what age they get a phone and what is that age because then when they get the phone they could it's Free game almost, I'm sure they're now to download the apps and log in and create accounts. Mm. So yes, yeah, that yes, yeah, so I think it's you kind of take a step back and you think, What, yeah, what age do you give them a
0: a smartphone? That's a tricky question, man. Have we got another question, mm. Jam. Do you want to uh, let me actually let me play it,
4: Adrian? Honestly, I think for uh kids to have um uh, you know, any social media access, I think about maybe 16, maybe 15, uh, or even 17 uh, would be a beneficial, uh, thing to do just because of the fact that, um, you know, is that if you want your kid to be a kid and to go through, um, just worry about the simple things, not really worry about the mediocre stuff of, what social media tries to manipulate younger uh younger kids um and i think if you don't want that to be your kid right if you don't want that to be your child i think you need to be able to not always censor certain stuff because i think you need to you need to address it to the kids but i think that you need to um, uh, manifest it you know i mean you need to control it a little bit That was very interesting. Yeah.
0: I, I Yeah, man. I so I think Yeah, I was gonna say, like I think, you know, the ages that you sent there, I could see you're kind of like going up and up. <laughs> and I think that happens to all of us. As soon as we start talking about kids in um social media, and like I like what you said that you need the kid to kind of just kind of be a kid. But then is that based on our own experiences as being a kid young and not having social media or not having technology like what they have now because our kids growing up now by the time social like by the time they want to be on social media social media is probably just inside this metaverse do you know what I mean and they're experiencing Mm. it in a completely different way to the way that we're experiencing it and I think he's right I think Adrian's right when he said that we shouldn't really censor everything I think there's I think once we censor everything and then they go to they'll, they'll use what we've censored as freedom. And, I, and I'm weary of that because I've seen it firsthand. I've seen um, I've seen a, a quick story. When I was in college, uh, we had an exchange student from Jordan. Um, so he was raised as a Muslim. As soon as he got to our college, he was asking about where's the alcohol, where's the pork? because he'd never experienced any of these things and he was banned Mm -hmm. from from having any of these things so as soon as he came to the UK he was eating pork and bacon sausages like there was no tomorrow he started gambling he did everything that was against his religion because he was forbidden it was forbidden from him so he saw this as like if these guys can live with it over here it's okay and Mm -hmm. And I feel like those things started to turn into addictions for him. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like mm-hmm. we need to, un- we kind of need to be able to understand. Like, I feel like once you give your child the freedom and they're exposed to it, just in like small increments, I think, then they can understand that they have a choice, and then they can choose their actions, as a, as opposed to them being prevented from Sometimes, doing something. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then as soon as they're Able to go do it, they just they just go overboards. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. So. No, I couldn't. I
1: couldn't agree more. if you hit it the on the head there. Yeah, that's what I put. Sorry, that's what I put. It.
4: Yeah. We got another question as well. Shall just yeah, Adrian. The other thing, the reason why I say you control it when it needs to be there is because of the simple fact that. um because of the fact that I think that as a family, you know, if it, it's not about who's right, who's wrong, who gets a say in the family or who doesn't. Because at the same time, though, like if you've experienced it yourself, you already know on what it can do and the last thing you want to do as a parent is hear oh what little jimmy said to little tommy and that has nothing to do with your child and so that's the thing though is that it's about having your kids not really worrying about little bullshit of that stuff going on of stuff that they shouldn't really having to worry about so much Yeah. You know
0: what? Oh, can You hear me, Jam. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can
0: hear you. Yeah, no, you know what? Like, that's a good point. I never even thought of that. Like, you know, we kids are gonna be seeing other interactions that they in I guess in real life, you're not gonna you're not gonna hear or see, you know. So your child will see another uh, uh, um someone liking someone else's posts. Do you know what I mean? But then they might not have liked mm. their post or something. And mm. that can make your child feel away. The but then this is this is where it, it, it kind of confuses me a little bit because that that real life that we talk of and the kid being a kid isn't kind of today's society. So it can it can feel a little bit outdated to a certain sense. Because they're going to have to deal with that because they are going to have to see that. And let's say they grow up and they end up being on LinkedIn or something like that. You're going to see other people liking other stuff and it being suggested onto your feed and you know things like that. You you, you are going to be exposed to that as you get older. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm, no, definitely. Definitely. And oh. the, the point about um seeing... Little Jim, I can't remember his reference, but his little Jimmy seeing someone like um Tommy's oh. post. They're yeah, they they're essentially they are real life issues. Not if you take social media out of it, that might be little Jimmy inviting little Tommy to a party in real life. There's still that that element of like FOMO or why weren't I invited? Why didn't he like my post? Like that's it's honest it's it's there's similar issues that are the kids will have in a real real world that will transition onto social media. So like that, that that is not a major issue for me. That wouldn't be a major issue for me as a parent. I feel like that's just part of the child growing up. You're gonna have these little rejections
0: and little issues that you'd
3: have would, a you, that
0: you have in the real world. Also, could you could you argue that 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 on social media will be more in their face, based on how social media is just set up with the algorithms.
1: Mm, potentially, yeah. That's that's that is the hard bit. Whereas, yeah, in the real world, something like that might might not be as in your face, like you said, and it might it might have been done within different conversations. You've not you've not got like exposure to the conversations. So yeah, like you said, these it's it's a different it's a different time. It's a different society, and it it'll be a scary place in the next 10, 15 years. So it's it's hard to it's hard to kind of have a have an answer
0: for it. Yeah, no, it is. Adrian he, he's, he's been engaging in
4: the shows to see he's got another Another um, voice note. also the other thing is that I think that if you have your child um, Raised in the right way, right have a good solid strong backbone Like I said, I let them know about what social media is Don't really be so like negatively about it uh, uh, you know about about it so much but however though have them have them as a, as a teaching lesson like hey y'all guys let, let me be honest with you guys about social media and the reason why i'm doing this for y'all guys is because i want y'all guys to be kids i don't want y'all guys to be you know sexually harassed through social media i don't want y'all guys to be you know, hooked into the wrong people or with the wrong crowd all through social media wise because you think your kid can be so innocent and so guilt and so not guilty about certain stuff when in social media streams it can kind of be a little bit story so you kind of gain your kid out of that yeah the part of like raising your kid right
0: i think i don't know I, i now i'm a parent i feel like It's gonna. That is so. That's a hard thing to know. (laughs) You just hope. You hope you've given your kid the right tools to be able to make the best decisions for them and themselves. Because there's going to be times where I'm going to disagree with whatever my child thinks, but based on the way I've raised them, I hope that even if I disagree with the way they think, they still know how to conduct and carry themselves and protect themselves kind of moving forward. Do you know what I mean? They still have to be mm. able to, you know, have their, but whether you know you've done it right or not, it's so hard because every single one of your children is somewhat different. <laughs> mm.
1: And this is like that, the whole parenting thing is, like you said, what since becoming a parent, you kind of look up, I look at my parents and look at other parents differently. And the more, the more podcasts I listen to and and interviews I see, it makes, again, just makes me change my perspective on, on parenting because you, you see that a lot strangely a lot of people that are successful have not had the group the the greatest upbringing and I'm not saying don't, don't, don't be don't be nice to your kids and don't give them a good upbringing but that the whole the whole um thought that being a good parent is is an easy job and 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 a job that that is like attainable for everyone is not yeah it's definitely not it and it like you said it makes you look at the way you parent and and how you are with your kid, because, yeah, you want to do the right thing. But again, what is what is the right thing? A lot of the times, it's, yeah, it's a difficult one. It's like it is a difficult one.
0: Oh, very much so it is, it is it's a hard one. And I, all I can do is do what I think is best. And that's what our parents did for us. And whether they were right and ro- right or wrong, you might see some of the flaws, maybe to your, your, your parents parenting as you got older. Uh, but that's all they knew. We got more information to what then, you know, our our parents have had, you know, the access mm. to podcasts and information and things like that. And the less pressure of us maybe having to work, like, l- l- laborsome jobs, you know, like we've been able to kind of climb up the professional ladder in a different way, as opposed to more some jobs. So, like, it's like you've almost kind of moved up a class in a certain sense. And... Mm. That gives us access to more information. So when we come to raising our kids, we're going to be doing it in a very different way to how our parents raised us. And there's going to be strong elements in there where we, you know, we're going to use some of the good parts of what our parents have done and try and implement that for our own kids. You know what I mean? And you know, oh, I could, I could even argue as well. Like, I think back when our parents were parenting us, I think the government had less say on how your kids were raised, and your community had more of a say. Like if you were to talk to like maybe other, even African communities, uh, even Caribbean communities, like other moms would beat other kids to make sure that they act in a certain way. But now spanking your kids is not a thing. It's not allowed, it's illegal. Um, mm. I actually I actually heard of someone a couple of weeks ago who got sentenced to, f- I think, five years in jail for beating his kids. I think, wow. I, I, think yeah, I was like, wow. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, I, it, it makes it so hard because we're going to try and raise our kids, but really and truly all this technology, all the information that they have access to is really what might be raising our kids. And we have to somehow mm-hmm. find a way to control that. And that's not something that our parents ever had to, to endeavour, you know? Mm. That is very well put.
1: Yeah, different issues. Mm-hmm. We Yeah, with <laughs> different issues that we'll have to try and face and get our heads
0: around. Yeah. But Adrian, I love, you know, you keep posing the questions
4: and, and engaging with us. I like it. We're going to keep playing more of your... But the main reason and the main teaching is that if you want your kids to be off the phone and Interact with your family I think there's two things that you gotta do as an adult you not only having to do as an adult as a parent to your child is to i uh, not censor a lot of stuff, but kind of control it like okay. Hey, this is the time that you get to have video game time This is a time you get to do some stuff that you want to do um, Obviously make sure you don't get yourself in trouble and that's fine. And then the other thing is that you also you know do something with your ch- you know with your kids because other than that what else do they gotta do other than probably chores and homework which if any kids kind of used to doing it they'll get it done like less than five minutes tops, you know what I mean. I think that in this way in this teaching, I think you get your kid closer to you get to trust uh have that trust is there and i think that's what you're trying to manifest is that you try to manifest the trust the capability that hey you can always talk to me i'm always here you know what i mean always uh bring about about that because i think that's the main huge thing is that kids nowadays are now just I mean, breaking out of the cycle of speaking up and speaking loud okay but they need to know when to use that voice and not censor themselves even when there's a strong bond between the two uh parties from the from the parents to the child and i i'm just saying that because a lot of kids i feel like misgrade themselves that because they don't want um to be in a situation
0: Yeah, you know what? I I love this topic a lot, yeah, because I think everything that Adrian's mentioned has kind of led us towards parenting. Essentially, Mm -hmm. it might not even matter what age children should be on social media. It's really what matters is how, is like, it really matters at what age is that child equipped with the tools to be able to be exposed to social media. Mm Do You see what I'm saying? Like yeah yeah, that is the real question that is the real question so you know have they had the parenting is the parenting good enough are they been you know are they from a good solid household do they have a good solid community do they know their you know right and wrongs and and everything like that but at the end of the day a social media platform is never going to know all of these things it's not something you can eradicate I, I, I guess like you can't eradicate you know sexual predators or um, you know cyberbullying and things like that it's just we have to try and lessen it make sure it's less frequent we don't want it to be you don't want your kid to basically have to go through that but essentially there's been bullies for years and the fact that it's now mm-hmm. online is just an, another case that you can't stop it there's been racism for years. You still won't stop it. You can't eradicate it. You have to lessen it. You have to make it, you know, nine times out of 10, it needs to not happen. You know? hmm I don't know if you've got anything to
1: to add to that. No, nah, I think, yeah, you've just you hit the nail on the head and, like, I, I kind of like hearing what Adrian's got to say. Again, it's a different viewpoint, but like you said it just comes down to parenting and and when you think your your child is equipped to kind of take on these these issues that you know surround social social media and just having a confidence that your child is ready to 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 take them on and 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 have an open conversation when if anything arises being being able to have that conversation with your child but yeah parenting is definitely like the the way forward in terms of in terms of making that decision that it needs it's, having a, it's just having a confidence in your child and knowing your child enough to say, right, I think you're ready, no matter what age
0: that is. Yeah, I think once you start to show signs of responsibility and accountability, you know, some people take responsibility for their actions, but they might not take accountability. Like, they know they did wrong, but accountability is knowing you've done wrong and not doing it again and Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think you have to really raise your kid in that way you know um, and understanding you know you don't talk to strangers you don't go behind your parents back and create um, a secret account just so you can have some mm-hmm. freedom away from your parents you know and you know the kids are going to make these mistakes growing up as well they're going to make these mistakes and you're going to find out um, obviously my, my aim is to always try and be on top of everything um with with my with my children but it's going to be it's going to be very difficult because you've got your own things to manage at the same time you know so mm-hmm. you know your parent you, you know your son could be like daddy I, what can you just do this it's like, okay how much is it other? okay right two pounds done what if we just done have mm-hmm.
4: i just <laughs> do you know what i
0: mean uh mm-hmm. and you have to we have to be mindful of those things as well because our, our kids are Kids are smart. They're going to do that. I know I did that. I did that when I was a kid all the time. I used to know, mm-hmm. I, you know how to play. You know how to play your parents. Even even my son, he's one years old. He knows how to play us. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, it's, like, it's like emotional intelligence. He knows how to play us. They know, you know, like if we're putting him to bed, he knows that if he cries loud enough, I'm going to come back into the room. But then mm-hmm. it's a thin, it's, it, there's a there's a fine line between, you know, uh, I guess him knowing that I'm gonna come back, and him know or him feeling as if I've abandoned him. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like how do you get that? How do you get that right? And I feel like that question is always gonna be asked of you as a parent throughout your life as parents. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, that won't stop that question. Yeah, that question will will, will follow you through through as a parent for sure
0: yeah and you know what I don't want to just want to big up all the listeners that we have at the moment we are talking about social media we're talking about kids having social media and we're discussing you know what age should children be on social media should children even be on social media I think personally that there needs to be some prerequisites when it comes to social media whether it's a course or some kind of awareness about the dangers of social media just so everybody can have access to this as as they join social media it could be watch a video or you know the same way you get taught about like sex education or something like that might not be good but it's something and you're aware of some things at least Um, I don't know if this already exists but I know when I joined social media I don't get prompt of anything. You might learn about it in school, but you know, I wanna pose the the question to the listeners. What age do you think children should have social media? There's a lot of, uh, Adrian, you keep flying in. I'm, I'm gonna play one more from
4: Adrian again. You know what I mean? Because at the same time though, you don't want to, just like, you know, just like how you don't want a child to handle a Deadly weapon because obviously they're not mature enough to handle a firearm Let alone how to control it let alone how to use it correctly and properly uh, All in the right time It's the same way But a little bit different when it comes down to social media obviously you're not you know There's no deadly weapon or whatever, but there is you know You know, censoring, you know, uh, bullying, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, your child could be antagonizing or could be a victim as. So there's a lot of things that, you know, as a parent, if you don't want to worry about so much about that stuff, it's always good to, you know, decrease about that by, you know, getting them off the phone.
0: There's definitely a lot. There's definitely a lot we can do with the kids like trying to get your kids off the phone I think it's a powerful thing but knowing that the phone is always going to be there or more technology is going to be there in the future it's it's that's it's like a it feels like that's going to be a losing battle but just Mm -hmm. as much as we're going to have to teach our kids about life off the phone or off technology because I think that's really important things like headspace and meditation and things like that I think they probably need to happen now more than ever, just simply for the matter, for the the amount of, I guess, technologists out there in in the constant, I guess, need or urge for that. What's the what's the word? Uh, the you know the notifications and likes mm-hmm. that that feeling that you get. I can't remember what the word is. The the endorphins that you receive from getting all these messages likes and the need to want to have all this attention i think we do need to be able to relax our mind from that and us as parents not not a lot of us even do that ourselves so that's why when you see our parents ourselves themselves once they've jumped onto the social media train at their later age they're still addicted to, to facebook's and the Instagrams and even the TikToks just as much as the kids would be. You know what I mean? So it's like there does need to be education around switching off and having that life away. Okay, look, you know, we all go on social media around this time and we'll, you know, not go on it for too long and being able to see mm-hmm. and analyse your watch time and, and things like that. We're getting more questions coming in. Yeah, let's fire away. Play. Fire them away, yeah. I see Ethan, Ethan, Sice. I hope I say gender. just a quick right. question,
5: guys. Can I actually join in the conversation to chat to use man?
0: Sure, you can. Let's try and add him in. How do I add him in? Is it possible to add him in? I don't know, Jam, do you
1: don't have add to add host Let me see, good listeners. Yeah, I'll call it. Let's add him in. Just adding in,
0: yeah, just adding in in, in now. we'll add both of them as you fair right. Ethan welcome 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 welcome
3: basically
5: yeah man I agree with you like there needs to be something in schools that are being taught from a young age because my little one just turned one and he constantly wants the phone and yeah there just needs to be something about social media because it's it's a danger to
0: society in general. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, you know what? Congratulations on your little one. I got a little one as well. He's one years old as well. And it's the same thing. He sees me on my phone. I actually work within social media. So he sees me on my phone quite a lot. So whenever he, I'm a, he's around me and my phone's near or on the sofa or something like that, he wants to grab it as, as much. So it's like, I already know that he's already going to be attached to his phone. Because we we all are. I, I am, my parents are, we're all attached to our phones, right? So <clears> we <throat> have to have some sort of education on that relationship with your phone. Like, it's not going to go away. You need to be able to maintain some kind of balance when it comes to phone and, you know, being on your phone and not being on your phone.
1: That. yeah I kind of think yeah we also have to be a- accountable as well like we, yes the, the schools and, and 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 there should be courses in place but as parents ourselves we kind of have to set the tone like like you said restrict certain times when when we are on the phone after 8 p.m no phones just so you you set that tone and, and your child knows the boundaries that come with with having a phone and having social media So yeah I definitely think there's the def- definitely a conversation to have around a, being accountable parents and, and setting that tone rather than having reliance solely on on a school or, or, or nursery or whatever
0: it might be. Yeah, 100%. Jam, could you just a quick one? Could you add Adrian to the conversation as well? Because I know he's got something yeah. to say. Yeah, let me see
2: if I can do that. Now. Just
5: to add another thing, like, even my missus, like, I've noticed on my own. Because I'm currently at work. And when I get home from work, it's like, what, half 11 at night? And she waits for me to get in. And then she's literally, just before she goes to sleep, she's on TikTok, WhatsApp, Facebook, Snapchat, and then it's like a recycle. I'm like, Em, go to sleep.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's it's kind of like replaced the television, because Mm. I remember when I was younger, I used to watch the television before I went to bed. Like... You know, back in the day, obviously football fan over here, and I watch match of the day, but really I was just watching match of the day to put me to sleep. And Damn, now that's got my childhood,
1: boy. <laughs>
2: those you know Saturday
1: I mean? nights, like, match of the day, yeah, yeah,
0: That's what it is, it puts me to sleep. But now those devices are in your hand. You know, and yeah. we, we can't get we it's like we can't get away from that. So we do need to set that boundary, as Jamal was saying before. Like, all right, cool, after nine you know don't you know no phones we will put our phone in the case but do you know how difficult it is because we all feel the need to be connected it's something if there's an emergency someone needs to contact you you don't want to miss that call you don't want to miss that trend that conversation is happening on twitter or you, you do you know what i mean it could be anything and the more we feel tied mm-hmm. into these communities the more you're going to feel the need to be a part of certain conversations and it's going to be harder for you to disconnect uh, mm, but you are now, right. we do we do need to have those things. Yeah,
1: go on. Mm, I was just gonna say. Plus, everything now is linked, so you might put your phone away, but then you might get your 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 tablet out. Your tablet might have Instagram. The notifications still come through. You might say, okay, tablet and phone go away. You might go on a laptop. Notifications are still flying through. You might say, tablet, phone, laptop. Let me put that away. Now you've got the TV on, and it's and you're still getting notifications come through your TV. So it definitely, it's definitely hard to, to kind of stay away from that. And like you said, there's just the constant, constant notifications, it's even like Apple Watches and, and watch it, Smart Watches as well. It's, it's finding a way to kind of set your boundaries around technology. And there's now settings in place so you can restrict yourself no um, notifications after a certain time. You can go and Do Not Disturb to kind of set those boundaries for yourself. Yeah. But yeah, it's difficult, man. It's difficult.
5: Like... I've got something dramatically, ha- dramatic happened to me, in, like, this year. And I got rid of all my social media, everything from uh, Instagram to Facebook to Snapchat, all the social media, and I was off it for a couple of months. And then I started my new job. And then I need to find someone. So I'm not on it constantly. So I've sort of found a way to get off of it.
1: How did you feel? How did that make you
0: feel?
5: Um, I had to find a new hobby, which is Lego. And it ne- okay. Hey, I love that. I
0: love that. I love that. I love that it's Lego. I, I've literally just started um, collecting, like, Speed Champion Legos and just building them, out, like, in the evening. It's just a newfound hobby. I lo- how, how did you come coffee. across Lego? Um.
5: So... I got rid of my daughter, Ella Wells, Barbie, and she wants to be a vet, so I wanted to find something that was in the STEM range of things that puts um, engineering, uses your imagination, and we could do it together. So I started spending a lot of money, and I've spent nearly a grand on all of her Christmas presents this year, and I'm going to spend a bit more
0: next year but we're gonna build like a lego city nice okay nice you know what and, and it's things like that i think that is gonna help people um you know when it comes to like social media it's finding that that real it's having that balance in that real life so you know you can connect online but you can also go to a place where you're able to be creative and you know have real life conversations with people and in, in, without like the constant need for notifications and stuff like that so have, having a lego space even if there was like places where you could just build lego i don't know if these spaces exist but it would be so cool then, doing it got, like, but then, it's sort of with
5: my job they sort of when there's something wrong, I need to answer it. And then she don't like it because I'm on my phone because I'm sorting it out. But then it's just hard to sometimes separate work and, mm. yeah.
0: It's real life, man. These are real life problems. And we're, we're, we're all going for it and we're all trying to find the answer. And that's why we like having these types of conversations because we know it's not easy. And especially as parents, and and knowing the I guess the the what's the word man? Knowing knowing the um consequences of the actions that our kids are having now and we know that we're probably in it as well. Like you just mentioned you had to quit social media and you know, like now, you've got a, now you got now the next job is probably to try and get your missus to quit social media We're not going as much and things like that. I so you, you as are. a family you you <laughs> it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be hard. But like it's it's it, the the benefit would be like the whole family being on the on the same page when it comes to this. Because that's gonna raise mm. your daughter, you know, your daughter in the right way. You know what I mean? So I think that's really I'm being, really,
1: pr- really important. I'm just being present as well. I think that's something that's missed within families at the moment. Like where if where if you're not on your phones, you're just maybe idly watching TV. But taking taking away that you, you then get to the opportunity to speak to your family and ask them about their day and without distractions, like it's just it's just that that simplicity, almost that that's
0: kind of missed. You know what? Like, yeah. I was sorry. I just wanted to quickly just mention that I know in like other countries, the way their life is set up is more so around the family, and I think that we're missing mm. that in like in like Western society. So like if we if we look at like somewhere like Ethiopia for example or Eritrea like when when um everyone's going to work or school let's say they all leave the house at like between seven and eight or whatever. Everybody comes home at lunchtime to eat together as a family and then you kind of reimburse again and you come home again at like five, six and you eat as a family. And the fact that you can like eat breakfast together lunch together and dinner together i feel like that's going to give you more of a stronger sense of community so even during that time people could be on their phones but it's an opportunity to actually discuss you know your kid might be like you know what my first two lectures this morning was terrible i hated it the The teacher was rubbish and now you're more engaged with your child or you can offload whatever happened to you at work in the morning or you know? Do you know what I mean? It's like giving you that that stronger sense of family and using your family as a community, where I feel like in the Western world, it's just go, 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 go. It doesn't really matter. And then you just kind of reach a point of burnout and then you're you're stressed or you're depressed or you need a change and, you know, you find it really difficult. And if you're not getting paid enough and all this kind of stuff, but if if we focus more around uh, our families as like our first communities and our first kind of base to be able to be present and communicate with one another i feel like we'll have a, such a different result and a different outlook on life who knows maybe these these types of technologies wouldn't even be created i don't know
5: so yeah, like, like take it from my just for instance so i'm I've been doing catering. I'm a chef, and I have been for the last six and a half years. And I sort of told my daughter the only way to earn money is by working, which is true in one respect, because you can earn it from other means and passive income and all of that. But that's a whole different conversation. But it's sort of, she asked me, do I have to go to work? And I'm like, yes. But I've sort of, same as my uncle, he's always instilled to me that, you need to work hard. And then, sort of now, I'm in a job where I can, like, I can call my little one when she gets home from school. I have Monday and Tuesdays off so I can spend time with the family. But then she's like, oh, why can't you have time off when I'm off? Yeah, man, it's all. It
0: is, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I think um, when it comes down to like that work life balance is something that's like, almost like I feel like it feels like it's almost impossible to have and 100%. Yeah, like I want I know that I'm trying to achieve something in that way you know I want to be I know that I had to go to school by myself 90% of the time in the mornings i had to take my little sister with me 90 of the time in the morning as well so that's another responsibility um whenever i came home from school there was no one ever at home and it's like that that that's kind of molded me to the person who i was who i am today but then i know that i don't want that for my child all the time i've seen the benefit of like having someone at home when you when your child gets up with that when when your child comes home, there's someone home to make sure that they're eating right. You're seeing what yeah. they're, you know, what they're being, what they're watching on TV, or what they're engaging with when they get home. It's, it's like, it's very difficult because, like, they'll be at school the whole day, so that's already somebody else's time. How they're nurturing your child, really hard to gauge. Are they getting the right attention? Are they getting um, everything that they need to, for them to kind of, pursue whatever they want to pursue in life i already see it with my one-year-old you try and sit him down to watch something or anything it's difficult he doesn't want to do that he needs to he wants to experience he wants to touch he wants to play he wants to do all that kind of stuff so already that's probably the best way for him to learn is by doing things so if you're making him try and sit down and watch something to learn something it's not going to happen you have to talk to him you have to make mm-hmm. him copy what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I know that at school they're not probably gonna do that to him. Do you know what I mean? They need him to sit down in a chair. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's not gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? And you know there's there's kids out there who are they that like, they just don't thrive within that environment. And I'm trying to be as cautious of that as possible because I know that he needs he needs he needs to be in a separate environment to that. At this current moment in time, it might change with maturity, you might be able to sit down and engage in a different way. But mm. right now, if that's how he engages, that's the best way for him to learn. You know what I mean? So it's, sure, it's, no, it's definitely. hard.
1: This parenting job's not an easy one, man. And like you said, it's hard <laughs> it to get hard, that,
0: man. it's hard to get that balance. It is, man. It's it is hard. Also, you know what?
5: Are you, are you still from London?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm from I'm from London and jam and, yeah, no, in, the, um, in the midlands yeah gloucester
5: so yeah midlands mm. so yeah man, where are you from is, is i'm from london man i'm from uh um, okay nice that's
0: good it's good man it, we it, typically we don't get any english people on the on the on the, on, on the show we do this every week we normally do it on a wednesday yeah we do it normally every wednesday and we just talk about social media to be honest we're both uh, social media experts um, me running my own agency and jam working for super dry and um, we just discuss different topics around social media we talk about this look it could be anything but we, we relate it back to social media so in this case we were talking about children and social media which kind of basically just led us into parenting uh, last week we spoke about the effects of Black Friday, um, the history of Black Friday, and just different Black Friday strategies that businesses could use. Uh, we yeah we talk about loads of different things. We spoke about Drake's album cool. and the, the the way he dropped it using social media strategies and things like that. So yeah, everything we do we we kind of relate it to to social media. Sometimes it's tips and tricks and strategies, and then sometimes it's just kind of mindful and insightful debates like. Like what we're having today, so uh, yeah, man, we do it every every Wednesday. But well,
5: fucking, so yeah, man, it's
0: surprising you don't have many English people on here. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's, normally, it's just American guys, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. good, man. I'm definitely definitely gonna follow you on the app for sure, and um, yeah, uh, man, hopefully on, on the Can next you ones. Yeah, go and hit me. Do
5: you both have TikTok? I uh, yeah, yeah I do I do yeah, yeah yeah so that works on the algorithm doesn't it yeah it does yeah so whatever you're watching like say for instance you watch motivational stuff it'll clock everything you're watching within that sort of sector and then it just post it constantly won't it yeah so
2: yeah
1: so what if you any
0: on, you, you
1: can do I was going to say, yeah. So anything you watch, engage with, share, like, comment, you'll you'll end up seeing more of. TikTok will, will feed you the content it thinks you like to see.
5: Okay, cool. Because my message just wants shit on there. But <laughs> I've noticed that I watch a lot of motivational stuff. No, I, yeah, man. She just keeps you scrolling for hours. But... Also, I've noticed there's a lot of um, stuff about men men mental health on now. Okay. A lot. Because guys don't get recognised, man. Like, yeah, I feel like we get a lot of shit. Mm. Just being oh, dudes. We,
0: we, we do, we do. You know what, I feel I feel like you might be teeing us up for our next episode that we might have to have next week. Mm. <laughs> um, For sure, because, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. And, yeah, I, I do feel like... That needs its own episode almost. Yeah, mm. it definitely does. It definitely does. Like, it, there's a lot of toxic man- masculinity out there. Men have a lot of stress. And, but then at the same time, you have women fighting for... A lot of things at the same time, and they just feel mm. like they're just they, they're not equal, but again that goes into another conversation because our men and women are they equal yeah. you know I feel like they face different battles, you know <laughs> so mm. um, yeah we have to definitely dedicate a, a show to that one
5: for sure. Also, just in my experience, are you both with your partners?
1: Yeah I, yeah we are cool.
5: So, you know, when you went to midwife appointments, Mm -hmm. did you ever get asked how you're doing or was it always your missus?
2: It's the
1: focus is the missus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It
5: is. Yeah. But two people in the whole of the birthing process. But I just got annoyed because I never got asked how I was doing. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Now, these are good points man they're all valid. like you said the the, the, the man the guys kind of get overlooked a lot of the time we're expected to be to just get on with it I guess and, so, yeah, and, uh, and, and that, that is an issue
0: almost. out of curiosity did you speak to your partner about this like what did what would what was her opinion on that?
5: She was like no, it's all about me and if the baby's okay, and then she was complaining because people were texting me when we had uh, our first child. That I was constantly on my phone because people were texting me asking if she was rat. And then she was like, you wasn't there. And I was like, I was, but people were texting me.
0: Hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's a hard balance. I, 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 I can't lie. My, the first, my, I only have one, my first one. I had to put my phone to the side. And the only person I was willing to communicate with was my mistress's mum at the time. And then I'll text my mum, like, that was it, uh, just because of who she needed. But then at the same time, we had a lot of complications in our birthing process. So Ooh. I feel like I had no, I had to be, I, it's like, I had no time to be weak, if you know what I mean. I had to just choose mm-hmm. to, to be solid yeah. in that time, you know what I mean? So it was, I, I probably didn't think about it at the time, but there were definitely periods afterwards where, yeah, like I'm, I'm not really being asked anything or anything like that. And it, it probably didn't, as I look back on it, it probably didn't really bother me, but it's true what you're saying. Like, and everybody's going to deal with that differently. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, yeah, no, I hear you. I definitely hear you. I, Jam, I want to ask you that. That, the more the, I wanted to get your answer on that last question that first question i asked you at the beginning of the show have you got any
1: no. answers yeah so I've been thinking the, <laughs> so blue blue pill was age 45 and got 50 million pound in the bank red pill yeah. was you go back to was it 18
0: no, so a red pill was you go back to ten years old with all the knowledge that you know now. Ten years old. I think I take
1: the blue pill. And my reasons yeah. being is yeah, so I go I skip ahead and go to forty five yeah. or fifty mil in the bank. Purely yeah. because of what I've built so far and um, what I and and I'd like to take that with me through life. If I go back to ten years old, I don't meet Tanika Elias doesn't happen, and and at, at that moment, at this moment in time, like they are my priorities, so I want to include them within my life. So that that put that that being the main reason, but then also being forty five and having fifty million pound fifty million pound in the bank, I guess I've done something right to to get to that stage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's 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 my answer.
0: That's an amazing answer. That's an amazing answer. That's I hope an Elias answer. and T can listen to this. That's an amazing answer. Mm. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Mm. What I about think- you? What, what would your answer be? My answer? You know what? I am the- mm. <laughs> I think it will be similar to yours. Um, I'm mm. not going to give a definitive answer simply because I haven't had that much time to think about it. But I think there's a lot of pros and cons. and. Mm. I think I'll probably lean more towards the 45. Um, simply because I, I, I don't think me going back in time to 10 years old with knowledge, I still don't think I, I would make right decisions, <laughs> if you get what I mean. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it just, just like, you know, like some people might go, oh, I'm going to go back and start Facebook. But they, that's not a knowledge. That's just an experience. You experience Facebook. You don't know you going back and being ten years old and trying to start Facebook. People are just gonna make you. You gonna sound crazy. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm. And, and you people don't have the people... process. Yeah, go people say about like yeah, just buy Amazon stock. But again, at ten years old, how how are you doing that? And how, like yeah, it's not as easy as people would think think it would be.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll just buy Amazon stock. I just buy Bitcoin and. And it's like, your yeah. so you, <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait eight years so you can open your bank account, make some money, <laughs> and by then you've probably forgotten. And <laughs> when
1: I mean? I, you need, you need the money there to buy it. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah it's, it's, some it's
5: people fair. think that they've done. Like, so, I, when I was in college, when Bitcoin was on the dark nap, or dark web, my cousin had uh, about 200 bitcoins or 300 bitcoins and his mate said, listen, fam, stick it in a a cold wallet. It's going to be worth something. And he fucking didn't. Same as me when I bought Ethereum when it was like 200 pound. I wish I kept it. But then again, we are the people we are today because we made them decisions. So therefore... Even if you went back when you were 10, could you convince your parents to buy certain things? No
1: chance. No. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way my, mom, my <laughs> parents are opening their mind up to buy none of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's why I say, like, mm. you can take your knowledge review, but most people, what they think about is just the experience. You know what I mean? It's the experience of Bitcoin being this. But then the actual mm. knowledge of actually getting the Bitcoin and stuff like that is, is completely different. you know what I mean? So like I, I remember I asked somebody else the other day and they said, Oh, I'll go back and I will bet on um I'll bet on football matches. I was like, You're 10 years old. Can you really remember mm. what happened in certain football matches? Do you know what I mean?
2: Like every mm. even thinking <laughs> I am just so.
1: thinking, this is deep me deep in it now, but thinking like like socially as well. Have been the knowledge of of the world and the your your mental capacity and and and, and how wise you are now. Having that as a ten year old is not great. Like you won't be able to interact with your friends. You'll be on different yeah. wavelengths to everyone else your age. Like it's not that won't be an easy gig. <laughs> it, won't be, it, it won't be. It won't be an easy gig.
5: I don't know, man. Like I had to grow up very. I wasn't like all my friends and classmates because I had to grow up from a like, young age on the cost of my dad. So, yeah, sorry for getting so deep, but
0: yeah. No, I get you, man. Like it, it, it's good that we have platforms like this for you to be able to kind of unload a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It's really important, and I hope obviously even next week. And we do do obviously if you do follow us you'll get a notification, um, and we'll be talking about we'll talk about mental health and we'll talk about mental health amongst men as well, um, and we'll try and relate it into into social media for sure, and um, yeah, hopefully you'll be a part of that conversation too, um, and obviously yeah you, man I try you, I try yeah, so yeah just we we'll try and sort that out, but we're we're gonna end we're gonna end we're gonna end this conversation here, um it's been we, we've been on it for ages and um, <laughs> I think it's been it's been a, it's been an amazing conversation for everyone who listened uh, Ethan thank you for jumping on Adrian as well you asked loads of questions and just really engaged and I think this is hands down probably one of our best um, shows that we've been on so far uh, especially on an engagement level um, but yeah I think we should wrap it up there and check us out next week at Wednesday time? at 8pm So Wednesday, eight PM. Yeah, Yeah, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, you'll get a notification. Absolutely.
5: I'll try and be there, man. I probably will be there. Um, but if if you do hear like a, it's me getting in order. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, man. Just mean
0: even if you're not there, you can listen. You can listen to it afterwards as well. So we, we we put this up on um on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, it's everywhere. So and all the links are in our profiles as well. So you can just find it there. So, yeah, man. But peace and love and thank you for joining. Um, No problem. Yeah, that's the end. Thank you for having me. Love, love. It's been a pleasure.
1: It's been a pleasure.